Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. Joining me today, Mr. Cute Storm. Sir, how are you? Matt, my back is tired because I spent the last two days cleaning up. Oh, here we go. See? (laughs) Pause. My back is tired because I was cleaning up the basement. We got shit back there that hasn't been looked through since we moved to this house in 2009. I'm trying to set up a workbench. A man needs a workbench. And uh, there it is, you know. I found some old recordings. Uh, old, <laughs> direction is this going? <laughs> recordings of my, you know, less than stellar singing career. The Soul uh, Review. Okay. <laughs> Any of these recordings going to make their way online? Oh, yes. If I feel like uh, pulling out the VHS. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Now, are you saying that you keep a dirty house? No, I'm saying uh, that we we put ain't cleaned it since bunch, 2009. I ain't saying nothing about no see, Nick, see. <laughs> <laughs> I just said we got a lot of boxes down there that's taking up space. Oh, okay, well, you called it. And shit. I want to put, uh, I wanna put up uh, a workbench so I can start reloading. Reloading. Right. Reloading. Oh, you talking yeah. about like weapons and stuff? Okay. Because ammunition is too expensive. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Mister Ant Poo. Come on up here, sir, and, and welcome yourself to the audience. Check, check, one, two, MCF, poo in the place to be. All right. Whoa. Anyway. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I'm, I can't believe I'm getting back into my gaming vibe. I actually own four recent video games that are released. Unfortunately, I'm wasting all my time on WWE 2K19. I still I have Red Dead Redemption for a week now and have not touched it. Sad state of affairs, but mm. I'm hyped. Mm, mm. But they got your money, though. Yeah, they got my money. <laughs> <laughs> but Sony and Insomniac did not get my money. I got the hookup. Spider-Man is in the mail. Okay. Shout out to Andy. All right, there wow. we go. Also, but last but not least, Mr. Big Sexy in Sack. Sir, how are you? I am well. I am well. I was going to do a rap, but you know what? It's too early for that. Yeah, nah. <laughs> no. No. Hey, yo, Mark, stick to the... <laughs> anyway. Really? <laughs> really? really? You, got, you ain't got bars? What you... <laughs> <laughs> I really like... Man, I, I get down on the mic, Mike. Mike put out no. Mike put out one music video, and he swear he... Wow. Uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't swear that. <laughs> but I do got more than one rap, but come on. Anyway, that sounds corny. All right, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, let's get it started. As we, what, who said? Oh, that's my man Hammer. Let's get it started. See, that's ooh, y'all. Whoa, whoa. See, I thought you were doing the Black Eyed Peas. When you get down that corny rap thing and it starts to bleed to other people. Oh, that wouldn't call that corny. I mean, I love Mr. Hammer, but ah. no, MC it, Hammer was not corny. Hey, stop! Whoa! Well, is that better? <laughs> so the thing is, yeah, I was watching that Netflix documentary. Was it Hip Hop Evolution? I think it's called. I don't know oh if yeah, you, yeah. They have um. I guess there's like season two, and uh, one of the episodes is about the Bay Area. Really good. Like it, you know, shows Too Short, uh, Hammer, E Forty. Um, digital underground and I think it ends with the Tupac part but man I was watching that hammer footage I was like man it, it's so funny you look at it and it's like 
that was the top at one point. Like he was the man in music, you know, not just rap music, but it's just funny to look back at that. I could actually see him working today. Like he was so early with, you know, everything that he was doing in terms of, you know, business, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Now everyone is doing what he's done. You know, back then he was being blasted for having the, what's it? A, KFC. KFC. Sprite. Sprite deal, you know, but now I'd be like, that's what everyone wants to do now. So it's just funny to look back at it and see no, that no, this it, guy doing it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. You know, I love death certificate and shooting the game gets used by me numerous times when I can find an opportunity. But it's funny looking at Cube Clown, Loki Clown, MC Hammer in that video and in those lyrics. And then he turned around and did a deal with St. Ives. Well, yeah. And, and turn around and did a, are you there yet? But. I'm not hating on Cube. <laughs> First off the gate, I have to tip my hat to DC streaming service. It's a DC universe. There's a lot they can do better. Because <clears throat> uh, I don't like the way they do their comics in terms of what they're, how much they're offering. Uh, but what they do do great is this Titan show. I had such a low uh, expectation for this, <laughs> but I actually really like it. Like, I think it's really good. It's different. Uh, the latest episode has the, uh, is it called the doom patrol? Yes. And I don't know anything about them. I've seen their visuals before in comics, but I never read it or anything. And uh, to me, when you have a guy that's essentially like a robot, body and like this invisible dude wrapped in like a mummy uh and some chick that's like a blob okay okay let me help you out right now yeah well <laughs> let me say this i don't like i said i don't know much about it but from just what i'm seeing from the tv show i thought it was very bold and, and i was like man they're trying they're kind of pulling this off like it just seems so out of left field to me but i believe it in this world and there's so much going on in this i didn't know titan's was this diverse in terms of the different stuff that's going on and for a tv show to just have no problem showing like the gritty you know that oh that's the gritty type dark type stuff but then it's like this girl who seems like she's got the demon inside her i i I can believe how they're presenting this and then the black girl must be some sort of alien and she's got power and now these guys i'm like normally none of this stuff would go together well on tv uh, but I think they're pulling it off at a very high bar. And again, I just think the way it's written uh, and the pacing of it, I just think it's great. You know, it's very good. I'm Every week I'm like, wow, okay. They're doing their thing here. I mean, it's not perfect, but most of them aren't. But of all of the comic book TV series I have seen, I would put this up there with the best, with the best of them, in my opinion, which I would never thought I would have said that. Uh, what, what do you think about this show, uh, Big Sexy? You know, again, I think uh, it's better than any DC property that is on broadcast TV right now. This show hits the ground running, and for people who are thinking it's like the Cartoon Network, you know, Teen Titans Go, yeah, no, no, this is not for that audience. Okay, the f bomb does fly pretty liberally in this show. And I believe Mike said this the first time we talked about it, but Robin, 
Yeah, he ain't that dude, man. He got issues. <laughs> do, do, do not cross him. <laughs> Guy's got ish, major issues. <laughs> yeah, Robin brings a butt kicking with him wherever he goes. And for a show that's only had four episodes, the you know, kudos to DC for expanding the exposure to their universe. The uh, I think the first one had the second one had Hawk and Dove. Yes. Yeah. Then they had Oh, this is gonna be crazy now. It was someone else, I forgot who it was. And then they just did the Doom Patrol in this one. And the Doom Patrol is not a property or a book that is widely known. You know, they're definitely, and I hate to say the phrase, C-list, but they are. And the fact that they got that kind of exposure is amazing. And it was done very well. I I was concerned when I saw the still of uh, the character Cliff Steele, a.k.a. Robot. Mm. But they... They caught his personality nice, and I didn't take the professor, uh, Dr. Calder, as being Russian, but, you know, whatever. And the guy in the the bandages, they call him Negative Man. He's not invisible. He's just negative. Hmm. And the woman, retired film actress, they call her, I think it's going to become Elastigirl, and her thing was she could grow to these immense sizes. And they're kind of like hidden out there in the dark. They're a lot like the X-Men were when they first came out. I can kind of and, see that. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. And for them to get this kind of uh, exposure to maybe their own series, I don't know, because DC Universe streaming needs product. And mm-hmm. if they gave this group a show, i I consider watching it, yeah. Same thing with Hawk and Dove. You know, and a lot of people had gone in on the visuals of the initial Titans about the woman playing Starfire. Again, if you have seen her do her Starfire gimmick, you're done talking about it because they brought the fire on that. They did her perfectly. I have no complaints about Titans at all. It is fantastic. The one thing about that uh, Starfire, though, I'm kind of wondering, I was watching the the newest episode. I'm like, how many days has it been so far in this story? Because she's still got the same shit on (laughs) And I was like, and she, and her makeup is flawless. I'm like, is she like just stopping to do her makeup and stuff? Like, how is she? She's she's bad all the time. I'm, I'm in a good way, but I'm like, I can't wait for them to switch her clothing up, which I know they are, as I've seen pictures of it. But uh, yeah, again, the thing is, they haven't really delved deep into her no. yet, just a no. little bit. But I'm very curious to for her to get her own just straight episode as well. But. Yeah, I'm 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 very impressed so far. The dude Robin, all of them, you only just kind of getting glimpses or just you, you know they're slowly sort of revealing things about these characters. But the Robin dude, I'm very curious to see what his issue is because that dude, uh, man, he's like uh, he's on one. Once he, it's just like once he gets triggered, he's just like a savage man. Like I I felt I felt bad for the cat that he unleashes on in this episode and the dude's son came out i was like damn robin you ain't gotta i mean was just beating his ass in his own house i was like damn this boy's crazy oh, starfire was like what, what's wrong with you <laughs> let me ask um i'm listening to this and i've listened to you all talk about titans and robin's the wrong one this and that uh it, it and i i don't watch the show because not not because i don't want to 
but I'm not going to, I'm done subscribing to streaming services unless they put uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier on the Disney Channel. I might have to check that out, but it doesn't sound like, this doesn't sound like the Robin that I recall. It, it, it doesn't sound like they're being true to that character. You know, when Robin first started the Titans, and I'm talking from the George Perez iteration, he had already said, you know what, I got to step out on my own, man. I got to do my thing. And then, I mean, there wasn't like a lot of negative beef with Batman, but, you know, you get to that age, or, I mean, he's a little older than he was when he stepped out on the Perez issues, but, you know, he, he's at age, I'm like, you know, I'm not Batman's sidekick. In the first episode, when Robin confronted these people doing some type of dirt, all they said was, uh-oh, there's Robin. Where's the bat? Right. You know, where's the bat? Robin's like, man, he ain't coming. I'm going to kick your asses. So he wants to, you know, ex- establish his own thing. And further in that Titans run, he did give up the Robin identity. So and I'm looking at the episodes coming up. All I can say is episode seven. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Doesn't I, I could have sworn I saw some early news report as a picture. He actually meets the, another Robin. Uh-huh. Okay. Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm very curious. Uh, it, that's an ass whipping that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, to go back to, to Q's thing in terms of, you know, whatever, I don't know which Robin you're, you're referring to, but uh, I would I would say this is not, this is definitely not the Robin, uh, if you're thinking of Adam West or just some happy-go-lucky kid that fighting alongside Batman. This particular Robin, and I don't know which Robin he is because there are multiple oh, he's Robins. Grayson. Dick Grayson. He's Dick Grayson. This dude... Again, I don't know. We don't know what happened. Uh, he sort of makes reference to, you know, obviously he was with Batman and Bruce. And I don't know if it's something between those two that went bad. He kind of, he sometimes he says, like, I'm too much like him or something like that. But there's something that happened with him that this dude, I mean, he's in law enforcement. He's a police officer or detective or something. But he is like the lone wolf kind of dude. I mean, he's protecting this girl. Uh, Raven, but mm-hmm. then something happens, he just snaps, and like he is the most brutal <laughs> cat, and everyone around him is shocked. Like, like what the fuck happened? When he went to meet with the Hawk and Dove characters, you got the obviously he had some sort of relationship with that girl. Yeah, him and Dove had a little thing. And then her yeah. boyfriend now is kind of side eyed, but there was this fight scene, and they both was like, yo. Your man, who's they was like, <laughs> whose man is this? Like, this ain't the Robin we remember. What happened to you? So something's going on with that dude. But I'm very curious. The other thing I wanted to bring into this too, obviously, there you know, Batman exists in this world. There was, I guess, some rumors or controversy a couple weeks ago that they had uh casted a Batman to be in this show. Uh, some people thought it was an actor named Louis Tan. I don't know much about this individual. Only thing I see here is he played Shatterstar in Deadpool 2 that recently came out. But my understanding, and I think some of the brouhaha was that he is obviously not white. He is, uh, I don't know if it's Asian descent or something like that. Uh, But there was a whole big thing. I, 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 I totally missed this, but there was a big thing about that. Now I think they're coming out saying that he is not cast as Batman, but I think people, the reason they thought he was, because I guess on his Twitter or Instagram or something, he was posting that he was meeting with DC Entertainment about a role 
in the DC universe, and then he was holding a stack of Batman comics. Uh, but it, it brought in the question, though, what, what if they didn't go with a, you know, or if they went with a person of color uh, to play Batman? And I would say in terms of this right here, wouldn't matter to me personally I mean, if, it, if the race of the character doesn't play in who the character is because uh, whoever you got to be must gonna have to be a badass motherfucker because again robin is on some other stuff so i know the batman must be again he made uh my batman ben affleck look like a sucker so i don't know <laughs> what what's going on in this in this world but i'm very curious uh and I hope they pull the trigger and show Batman. I, why not? Uh, it would be perfect. I don't know why they wouldn't. They can have Superman, which I think looks corny as fuck on that Supergirl show. Ugh. This to me seems like a... I love the way that they're doing this universe. So I would not I would love to see how they would present a Batman in this world. Um, but that's just me. Well, they're going to have to bring Batman in because they're introducing Jason Todd. You know, yeah. and who's, as we all know, went on to become Robin. So he's got to come around some at some point. Yeah, I'm curious, curious to see. Hey, sorry if I missed this, but is this is this Robin uh, Dick Grayson or yeah, Tim Drake? Yeah, it's Dick Grayson. So I'm trying to understand how Jason Todd coming to this, but okay. Well, Jason Todd came along in what '86. So, I mean, in in the series, I'm like, if he's still Robin, how's well, again, Jason Todd, Jason, Todd, Jason Todd still predates uh, Tim Drake anyway. So, it, you know, from a linear time standpoint, it makes sense for them to introduce Jason Todd as the next Robin. And hopefully this Robin will whip his ass. And at some point, they'll bump him off and bring in Tim Drake. Well, I'm sorry. So is Jason Todd in a vigilante? Or did he just introduce Jason Todd? I mean, they're just, you know, the title is just titled Jason Todd. And so, you know, I'm sure they're going to introduce him. I don't know in what, in what context. Uh, Robin is still Robin. The Grace is still Robin. He once he became Nightwing, it took Batman a couple of years to, uh, you know, get Jason Todd in the costume. Hmm. Yeah, I'm very curious. And again, I don't follow these characters very much, so I don't have a lot of. The, the comparisons to the books, but from what I just watched on the show and what it's presenting to me, I'm, I'm digging it. You know, it's, I'm not confused. Uh, so it's, it's good. It's good TV. I, it's shockingly good. Like I, you know, they don't have a, a, a lot of content. So I guess they can just throw everything into one thing uh, and, and throw a bigger budget onto it. They're doing a pretty good job. I know De Jeff Johns is obviously heavily involved. Exactly. He wrote this last episode. Yes, for sure. Uh, and you can, I can see. Uh, this is something that he, I like. Like unlike uh, Green Lantern or something like that, I can see his his muscles flexing on this one. This is this is pretty good stuff. You know, I noticed Jeff Johns, you know, creative chops for lack of a better word during the Smallville run when he did the JSA episode. Oh, right. I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to see, and they're letting him take that uh, sensibility into this, you know, new um. <clears throat> new platform and so far he's four for four word all right let's jump over to the other side and another streaming service wow it's, it's no more abc cb <laughs> jump yeah they're looking pretty bad out there <laughs> uh netflix daredevil season three 
uh, is out. And I've been slow play watching this. Uh, but Q Storm, I saw him. He's like, yo, Mike, you got to stick with it. You know, Get in there, watch it, get better. So I went ahead and started watching it. I will admit, a few little parts on the first couple episodes, I was just kind of you know, fast-forwarding it through. All of the froggy... And the foggy, and foggy, whatever. And, <laughs> and uh, what's the, what's the young lady's name? I don't even. Karen. Karen. I, all that man, they can cut all, cut all that. I'm good. Just I agree with. Give me you. the cliff notes. I just want the. <laughs> I want Daredevil. I really want the you know the, the kingpin stuff is is brilliant to me. Just killing it. So I just watching them parts, uh, but I gotten up to where the shit's finally kicking off. And I tip my hat to him, man. Like, once it gets going, it, it's some good stuff in there. It shouldn't be like that, though. They need to just get it from the top. But uh, there's some fabulous stuff. For me so far, one of my favorite things was that whole prison sequence. Uh, and Daredevil, go, where Mark, or Matt goes to the prison. Uh-huh. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, oh, shouldn't have came up in here, partner, because it's about to go down. And I'm like, oh shit, Kingpin, he got that juice, <laughs> and uh, that was just dope to me. The way that whole thing was shot and paced, and he had to fight different people and make his way through there, and then negotiate with the other Russian cats or whatever. I just, I was like, this is how these shows should be. This, this is okay, and I just I love that. And it, all the way till he finally gets into the cab, I was like, brilliant. That host, whoever did that sequence and wrote that, top notch, man. That, I was edge of my seat. Um, and I love, again, the Kingpin. His character is written so well. I don't know. I personally, they should just do a Kingpin series. Like, nah, nah, I'm not going to go I, I, I would. I would just do like a six episode so I don't have all that filler, cut all that shit out. Just the Kingpin, you know, uh, same way you would have the Sopranos or something. We, we love seeing the bad guy. And to me, he's the bad guy, but you could sort of sympathize a little bit, possibly. Can I, In some way, he's a, he's a damaged guy. He's a well, simp. You, you, could, nah, oh, you think he's a simp? I'm not going to argue nah, that. I'm not nah. argue that. I'm not going to argue that. But he's hard. But he's a brilliant dude. Like the, I don't, I don't want to spoil, but just that whole part. That, and again, whoever wrote the episode where they did the flashback on uh, Poindexter, Mm, yeah, and Kingpin yeah. sitting there soaking game. I was like, "This shit is tight." Who thought it? Like to have him stand there and reenact the shit, and he's learning about this dude. I was like, "This shit is tight." And I'm like, "This dude is a man. He's on his Palpatine." He's like, "Yeah, let me get Anakin. Let me get this dude. I'm gonna warp this dude. You play his ass." And I like that type of stuff. That's what I like to see. Like it's that same shit. Like I said, to me, it's like with Palpatine. He's, ah. Anakin, and he was playing this, he was the same, you know, when he was sitting, he had his whites, and he, I was like, and he was suited, he got suited and booted, just like a pimp, he was like, you have to show these, excuse my language, you got to show these hoes a pimp, you got to show them like you're on the top of your game, and your shit is crispy, your cufflinks is popping, and present that image of, you know, <laughs> well, he had his cufflinks. I was like, look, Kingpin is suited. He ain't playing. I'm like, he ain't going nowhere. He in the house. He, I was like, he's on his That's prince. the crazy part of it. He was on his prince. That's, again, a real one understands whoever sees you, no matter where you at, you always be on point because still sends a message of authority. 
So when he was just sitting at the table, my man came in there. Here's your food. You think you're smart, huh? Keep in looking at him. Are, are you done? <laughs> you know, he was just like, he was sunning him. Like, he won. Son, when they said that, that, I was like, this is that shit. This is that game. You know, he's fucking with this dude's head and getting yep. him twisted up. And I love that, man. I was like, this is excellent stuff right here. So I you saw they, how he came he came in there with a with, with an agenda, uh point does yeah. it. By the time he left, he had his tail between his legs. He was like, Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> he got son. Homie was and he, again, it's a, to me it's like you can watch that and, and peep game on any a lot of real life situations. Cause see how homeboy was all emotional. He looked all fucked up. His hair was deceived. <laughs> you don't tell me what and with my man just sitting there looking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you see, you know, that's how you deal with people. I was like, hey, you ain't got to be all tripping. Let them get all their stuff out. And, well, you know, they said I, and he, he started telling them stories so he could like, you know, relate to them. I beat, you know, I bashed in my father's head. You know, <laughs> I know, I know you. I know what you're going through. I was like, that's what I say. To me, I could see a whole series where he was really like that, that type of character. And we've seen that character before. Uh, and, and I just think it's great. And it works in the context of this. It even works because he's a contrast to Matt Murdock, who seems to be all in his emotions a little bit more than he normally be, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, and so you can see the, how they kind of go against each other. But I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I, I'm, I'm really digging it. I haven't finished it yet, but I probably end up finishing it today. Q Storm, I know you watch. Have you watched the whole thing? Man, <clears throat> so I told you about episode six, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe two days ago. So last night, it's around, I don't know, eight o'clock, something like that. I'm like, okay, let me watch one more hour and I'm going to go to bed because I'm sleepy. <laughs> I watched episode eight. I finished that bitch last night. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get to bed till three in the morning. That's how good it was. Now, there was one episode, I think it was, I want to say episode 10 or 11, where they spent a lot of, I mean, let me just say this. This is, this is one of the Netflix shows that it, it's more than apparent that they need to do shorter seasons. They could've, this could have been seven seasons. Uh, seven, I'm sorry. Yeah, shorter seasons. This could have been seven episodes. And it would have been, one. to me, this is one of the best Marvel shows I've seen, and I'm including Luke Cage season two in that. Um, there's an episode, I want to say it's either 10 or 11, where they spend the first half hour uh, on going back into the past with Karen Page and her family in Vermont. And I'm like, yeah. you could have done that shit in 20 minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> but when it gets to the current day, Mike, oh, I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but Poindexter is the fucking truth. This dude, he, I think he's the best villain I've seen on the Marvel Netflix series since uh, Kilgrave. Mm, okay. I mean, episode six, that that fight scene at the Bulletin, the newspaper, where, where Bull, uh, 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 Daredevil was getting his ass handed to him with some fucking paper clips and shit. <laughs> I was like, oh. And there's this one shot where um, I think it's Daredevil. He's running. He's he, he's literally hauling ass to get away from what we know as Bullseye. And he jumps. He runs. He does some parkour on like some office files or something. 
while uh, uh, bullet, uh, Bullseye sh- firing some uh, paperweights and shit at him. I was like, Daredevil's getting his ass kicked, but this shit is dope. <laughs> yeah, man. I, let me just jump. To, I don't know if yeah. it's the same part, but Daredevil, when they first fight, yeah, Daredevil was giving... I was calling bullseye. He was giving that work though. I mean, like it was when he not throwing shit, and they just uh-huh. actually squabbing up. Daredevil was was giving him some of that work, man. Like I was like, I don't know, bull. I was like, bullseye. How is? I don't know if he's ready for the combat though. Like, so I'm like, this nigga's fighting ninjas and shit. Like, he should be making simple work of his cat once he starts connecting. But you know, I, I believed everything. But it was just dope, like, cause Daredevil, man, to me, he was like a brawler. Like he's he's gets he takes L's. I mean, he ends up sort of winning in the end, but they don't mm-hmm. shy away from showing him getting his ass whooped. Right. And I love, like, when he was first fighting, I was like, man, he was whoop, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> I was like, damn, he's giving him hands. But when we start throwing shit, I was like, ah, this my. I was like, man. He was, my man, Daredevil was like, okay, I'm going to walk around here. Pap! Bounce, he was bouncing shit off the walls. He <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, okay. <laughs> but that was that one scene where he does, like, a, he kicks bullseye and it fucking flies across the room i was like yeah. god i know he gotta be hurt <laughs> the wind out of his chest he gotta be <gasps> but he just got right back i was like okay <laughs> swabbing up i like that <laughs> hey but mike the fights only get better okay now nice. i will say i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give anything away the last the last episode there's a big fight scene and i, I could just picture you while i was watching it I mean, I'm not going to say it was disappointing, but it reminded me, I don't know if this is going to spoil it for you if I say this, it reminded me of all the complaints you had about uh, Dark Knight Rising, and I'll leave it at that. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. All right, all right. Anybody else watching this show? I saw the whole thing. Oh, okay. What'd you think? You know, again, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys because you guys are in the middle of it. But again, <clears throat> this was taken, a large content was taken from Daredevil 227 to 233, the Frank, second Frank Miller run, and they did a great job with it. There was an homage at the very end to um, you know, the Frank Miller first run, and they they did a great job. You know, I don't think Kingpin is a simp. Now to go back to what you said, Mike, about a possible Kingpin series, if I think it could be done because you have this information, and then you take the the um, Brian Bendis run that he did on uh, Daredevil, which should be the next story arc if it was up to me, and you could definitely build around what happened with the Kingpin there. And give him his own little like limited one season run. It'd be great. But again, having said that, <clears throat> if they do a season four, it's got to be the Bendis thing because the Kingpin is too good of a character not to continue to utilize. Now, initially, I wasn't really buying D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, wow. but in this season, wow. yeah, really interesting. I, I'm gonna say, can I, I was just gonna say. And I put this on Twitter last night. I don't think, and I'm including the entire MCU, the entire MCU. I don't think anyone is any actor is more perfectly matched up physically, 
verbally and otherwise with the comic book character than Vincent D'Onofrio is as Kingpin. Please. It's, it's a perfect match. No, a perfect match was Patrick Stewart as Charlie X. That's a no, perfect match. Robert Downey Jr. Perfect. is Tony Stark. Nope. Thank you. Nope. RDJ nope. is nope. Tony Stark. Yep. Nope, 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 nope. Because RDJ is what five four, the Tony Stark in the books looks like he's about six three. There's that. The wait, person... wait, 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 wait. Downey's oh, that short? Well, I mean, uh, five six. He's 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 about my height, five seven. I would say five seven. <clears throat> and I'm saying Kingpin Vincent D'Onofrio when he came out in that white John John Travolta suit. I'm like that's that's Kingpin right there. That's Kingpin. But he didn't he have looked, the pimp cane. The only thing is, he. I wish they would give him the cane with the with the, the diamond. diamond on it. Yeah, he's a pimp cane. But uh, I'm, I'm just saying, um, there is a lot of Mike. I agree with you. There's a lot of bullshit from season, episode one to episode five. I'm. Like, I don't give a damn about Daredevil and his past. We we don't see that too much. All right, can I see some ass kicking, please? Well, you know, the thing is, Karen Page should be dead already. I can't stand her. And the actress. Shock. <laughs> well, she should be dead already. Always crying. Jesus. Ah. You know, now now I gotta I gotta discuss this with Aunt. Why why do you think Kingpin's a simp, man? Man, Vanessa. <laughs> is, is Vanessa on the plane? Is Vanessa okay? Vanessa, I need to get that painted for Vanessa. Vanessa here? Vanessa, did you take a bath? Vanessa, did you take a shit? Was it bowel movement for Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and then I'm sorry. How are you supposed to be this big boss ass nigga? And then you're like, okay, I won't kill you if you leave Vanessa alone. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, if I may, Daredevil 180. Vanessa was missing, and mm. and she ended up being in the sewer somehow with, some, with a bunch of homeless people. Daredevil found her, goes back to the kingpin, throws her wedding ring on his desk. It says, oh, I have your wife. Kingpin's like, all right, bring her back. I'll let it go. And he brought her back, and then Kingpin is like, you know what? Somebody got to die behind this. So, no, nah, man, that's, that's his boot. You know? <laughs> I got, I'm sorry. Ain't no in the world that's supposed to make a mobster get that simpish. No. no. <sighs> and it's, you know, again, I don't want to go into what happened further, but because these guys are still watching it, but I'm just, I gotta disagree with you on that one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Kingpin, you know, he, I, I, I love the way he was manipulating and maneuvering, getting folks on the payroll. That was funny. One scene where uh, the dude was like, he called his boss, boss. He was like, I ain't your boss. Kingpin is your boss. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> So I, I love all that machination that was going on with it, but every time it was Vanessa, I was like, "Man, let it go." <laughs> can I can I also add um, the character of Nadine? Is that the FBI dude? Yes. When they first introduced him, I was like, "Don't spoil it." <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil nothing. I'm not gonna spoil nothing. I'm like, damn, this dude got a funny face. He looks like John Kerry or something like that. He like his face is made out of rock or something like that. He, he just, <laughs> I couldn't take him seriously, but. And I can't spoil it for Mike, but by the time his story is told, man, that to me that was the heart of the show. That I can tell because they kind of started with him, and I was I'm I'm always kind of watching like there's something going to happen with him 
there must be some sort of transformation or something's going on and get little inklings of things. I well, find him very, very interesting. There is something that's going to happen. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it, it, it is a shock. <clears throat> it is a shock. And then, then the, 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 the episode, it just takes off. It goes, it's a rocket after that. Hmm. Um, but now here's the, and I can't spoil it for you either, <clears throat> but this is to big sexy. What we see with um, Poindexter, well, I said, no, you know what, forget it. I'll wait till you finish, Mike. So what about Bullseye? Huh? What about him? Well, I, don't I, can't ask the, I, can't ask the, I can't ask the question without spoiling it. All right. All right. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. All right. All right. Not, Mike, right. It's just, why do they, they, they could have cut out the first four episodes, and I would have been like, this is probably the best thing I've seen on Marvel Netflix. Mm. Well, and as we've we'll seen, again. they've canceled what Iron Fist and bye Luke bye. Cage. Say it again. I said canceling Iron Fist. I'm like bye bye. Who cares? Uh. <laughs> now Luke Cage, I don't understand that. Well, apparently, I think uh, Aunt Pooh posted that people yeah. weren't watching. Bottom line, yeah. It, 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 what what wasn't happening? People were not watching. I don't know who these people were. Is it on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere out turn? Everybody was talking about, oh, sh- Luke Cage season two? That's my shit. Well, That's again, <clears throat> this is not surprising to me at all. If you look at the history of the character's performance in printed form, same thing happens. Yeah. You know, neither one of those guys could carry their own book. That's why they got put together. Now, because they canceled the shows, I'm not ruling out you know them being put together in one show. I'm not ruling out defenders again. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, the article showed that it was a 50. I saw elsewhere that there's a 53, 53% drop from season one to season two for Luke Cage. And then as this article I just put up that showed that all of the Marvel shows have dropped over time. Yeah, actually. I blame okay. Iron Fist, personally. Iron Fist and Defenders. I think just the... Uh, the wretchedness of those two seasons probably soured a lot of people. I mean, look at Mike. I mean, Mike, you like The Punisher. You like Daredevil. I think you like season one of Luke Cage, right? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah you know, Iron Fist and Defenders came out. People shitted on it. <laughs> I think it messed up the franchise. Yeah, I didn't like Jessica Jones either. I didn't even watch that. I watched like half of the first season. I'm cool. Well, one thing about uh, that, the villain, Purple Guy, was the, the key for that show. Yeah, he, you're right. Yep. I couldn't stand Jessica Jones, the character, but I kept watching because of Kilgrave. Mm. It, it now, says here, uh, season three of Daredevil, uh, which premiered last month, saw a decrease of 50%, 57% in viewers streaming the series during its first week of release. Uh, so I don't know. I think Netflix... Marvel has a problem on their hands. They need to stop. It's interesting. They need to then they need to stop putting out these thirteen episode runs because people are seeing, like you, Mike. You, you're seeing that you're just filling time. Why are you doing that? They just need to get better writers. <laughs> I mean, a thirteen episode run for most shows ain't nothing, but you know, people. To me, it's yeah, like this. Yeah. If you doing Marvel, this is my this is my issue with. It. I don't know if other people, because it has the Marvel brand. Uh, the expectations are so high, because the movies are f- spectacular. 
and the TV shows don't live up to the brand. And so I, I'm not, so I don't want to watch, you know what I mean? Like it's, I feel like I'm not watching the real Marvel stuff. And to me, that's the core issue, in my opinion. They not, they don't match the quality of those movies. That's not fair, but that's what they've presented to us. So how are we well, not going to expect what they ain't going to give us before? Like, I, I think what where they failed, I'm using that that term harshly. I don't know if that's the right term. Is that they didn't sell it enough that listen, these shows are more grounded and gritty and based on reality than what you see on the screen. On the screen, you can have people behaving in kind of hyper contextual ways that they wouldn't really do in the real world. Whereas these shows are more it's still a lot of fantastic stuff, but you're you're dealing with a more street level, gritty, more realistic uh narratives. And I think they needed to really yeah. let people show that. They needed to get that more across. See, if you got to do that, <clears throat> then you, you you think you're going to lose because you're going to get that initial bump because people are so excited. Oh, this is Marvel. I'm going to check this out. The expectations. And I think this is what happened. Most people was excited. Like, oh, Marvel's coming. Netflix is. And when they saw that it wasn't the brand, I'm not coming back again. To me, it would be like if you, you know, if you were a car dealer, if you were a car dealer you know you are a mercedes and everyone is expectation on this man you you paying extra mercedes it's the shit they always is the shit and then they come out with another brand that's like well this is the you know the busted down version you know <laughs> of the mercedes line this is for everybody you know this ain't same quality now we letting you know if I, mostly i'm not buying that shit like why would i spend uh, you so you mean your car is gonna be like the Nissan? It's the Nissan version of the Mercedes. Why well, just go buy a Nissan? Like why? Why would I? You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not like gonna go watch. Long, long, long way for that analogy. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying though. There's other TV shows on on TV or there's other series out here on Netflix that are not Marvel branded, but they're high quality. And if you're saying, well, you're just gonna be just another TV series on here that I could watch. But but I'm not the brand you know of me. But it's just like the other ones. Well, I'll just go watch the other ones because they're still better than you. Like you know what I mean? There's there's too much confusion in the brand that I I don't I don't buy it. Uh, just because you say they're superheroes, but they're not superheroes on here because it's grounded. Well, I don't want to see that though. That that ain't what got me into you. I want to see the fan. I want to see those movies. That's what it says Marvel. So the same way if you had a car and it's not the same. It's the Mercedes, but it's like a, the Mercedes does Nissan style. I'll just go buy the Nissan because I know what their shit is like, and they're better. It's still better than you. So why would I, why would I watch this? That's that's to me. That's the problem. Why would I watch the shit? Is boring. It ain't. It don't even compare to Greenleaf in my opinion, which ain't got no Damn. superheroes in it. But I can watch every single second of that episode. I'm never bored, and I can't wait for the next episode. I'll fast forward through this shit. Like, eh, I don't want to see that shit. Where's the action, man? <clears throat> Again, for me, uh, I never read Iron Fist. I take that back. I only read one issue of Iron Fist, and that was Iron Fist 15 because it had a cameo of the X-Men in it. I read a couple of Luke Cage back in the day when I was a kid, but it just didn't resonate with me. So the fact that the series aren't doing well doesn't surprise me at all. You know, it didn't hold me as a reader. It doesn't hold me as a viewer. <clears throat> Is there something else with the fact that those Marvel films are PG-13 and heavily targeted towards kids, whereas these Marvel shows 
are targeted towards adult or have more adult theme content. And, you know, maybe parents that, oh, Marvel, I'll put this phone for little Timmy, little Tayshawn, and then they find <laughs> a lot. Damn. <laughs> they ain't need to be watching this bull. I think that that could play into it. Like, my, my kids, my son in particular, who is a Marvel fanatic, he does not watch these shows. Well, I wouldn't allow him to watch them, but one, he don't really have access to, well, he does have access to the Netflix, but he's never seen any of these shows. They ain't, you're right, they're not for kids. And again, you know, the properties that are on the big screen are their bread and butter properties. You know, so they're not going to be doing anything, you know, hinky with those guys. Now, for me, <clears throat> the best Iron Man story is the Demon in the Bottle storyline, which they are not going to do on the big screen. There's just no way. Because that hits them in their merchandising pocket, and they don't want to do that. So I can, I can actually see how they wouldn't take a risk with their flagship characters by doing something more adult-themed and adult-oriented. And, and with that said, uh, let me just throw this in here. Kevin Feige recently spoke about the Marvel TV stuff versus the big screen. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, the stuff that he's going to be doing for the streaming service. He says uh, a long, his TV series will be a longer-form narrative. That's what, the, that's what comics are. It's about as long form as, excuse me, let me start over. It's about as long form a narrative as exists, but also maintaining that theatrical experience, experience, which is our bread and butter, and the lines around the block, if you're lucky. Um, so to me, what I, what I get from what he's saying is that, yes, understand that the TV thing is, the stories can be dragged out a little bit more, but we still have to, get the brand. The brand is the, the fantastical, the, you know, theatrical blockbuster type shit. And so you still have to bring that to these TV shows. So I'm very curious to see what he does with the TV thing. Because I think he understands like, yo, people have an expectation of the whiz bang. This is Marvel Studios. You know, we don't do all, the, we got to give them something to, to blow their heads off. And it's TV. I think they're going to be able to one not only come with a bigger budget, but then also to say we're not going to give you a busted down Mercedes. We're going to give you the actual characters and actors from the movie, and transition that into a TV experience. But it's going to feel like a movie. You know, so we so the expectation still has to be is going to be there, and we got to deliver on that. Otherwise, it ain't going to work. And I. To me, I think it has to be that way. Otherwise, they don't work. I, I don't like Agents of, Sh Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm not saying it's probably not a good TV show on its own right, but I would have rather it had nothing to do then with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I, I still was watching this Daredevil, and I was kind of like, I wonder, does this, this must take place before Infinity War, because how would you, how can any of these shows take place when half the population just disappeared and no one seems to talk about it? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, either don't have nothing to do with it or have all to do with it. And I think the ones that's going to have all to do with it are going to have the opportunity to be game changers in TV in terms of see, what we see, what you could always say, you can never have the movie thing be the TV thing. I think they have a perfect example to change that up and say, actually, you can't. No one's ever done that before, but obviously we have the resources to do it and let's do what has never been done. Let's actually give them the real actors and have the super budget and action that you ain't never seen on TV before. They have an opportunity to do that. 
But anyway, go ahead, Keith. I just think it's un- I'm not saying this was the I'm not saying this is the crux of your point, but I think it's unfair to say, you know, uh, I don't you know, you don't like agent not you, but the objective you. You don't like <clears throat> agents of shield or this or that because it doesn't have the same uh, whiz bang as the movies. This and that. I don't know if that's fair because you know you look at the D- you look at DC side and they're doing um they got the Flash on the TV then they got this goofy ass Flash in the movies they get a they get a pass on that because it's not tied to the movies it, and nobody's watching it. I understand <clears throat> I understand that but watch it why no one's watching the Flash. I mean, in the movie in the movie portion, not really. Numbers didn't do that well, did it? Justice League. What did it? Oh, did Justice League do well? Yeah, yeah, they all oh. they all did well. <laughs> oh, never mind. Reason. But again, they're not selling those TV shows as some continuation of what you saw in the movies. But I don't know why that should disqualify. I don't know why well, that well, should- because they don't they don't prom- because they don't deliver on it. That's why it disqualifies them. When you say they're gonna do something and you don't and they don't do it. Yes. But all they said was it was going to tie in. That doesn't mean that we're going to see characters from the movies. Well, that just means they might make mention of something that happened in the movies. Well, actually, well, they, well, they did do that. Did they have Sam Jackson on there? On the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Right, but that doesn't mean I expect to see him on every show. But Right, but again, you're coming off one of the hottest movies, period. And then you're and telling plus, didn't me... He, go, he went into hiding in uh, Winter Soldier, didn't he? Right, but again, so you're getting in the minutia of... Oh. I'm a TV viewer. I don't give a fuck about all that. It's supposed to be the same. Then I want to. I expect the same. If you have to explain it to me, then I don't want to watch. It. Like I don't need to be explained. Either show me what you say is gonna be. If you don't have that, you don't give me no excuses. You can't compete. It's as simple as that. Then just keep it separate. I think that's why the DC things work because there is no expectation for me to see Wonder Woman, Gil Gadot come flying through there. I don't even. You don't question it. You, I don't even know if she exists. And they never said she does. I don't expect to see Ben Affleck come run across there, Will Smith, or any of those other characters. It's totally separate. So it can live and die on its own. I don't have no expectations on this. If they, the same with Star Wars. If that Star Wars TV show don't have the same quality of those movies, fail. I don't care about, well, it's a TV thing. It ain't supposed to, then, then, nah, yes, it does. You got the brand on there. That's what you said. So it is going to be tight or it ain't. I'm comparing it to what you said it was. And if it don't match that, then it's a shot. It's, it's bullshit. And in my opinion, that's why people ain't watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because it doesn't initially deliver on what it said it was. And two, there are far better TV shows on TV that are way better than that. Just because it's set in the Marvel world doesn't mean I should give it a pass that it's me- because it's mediocre. What did they say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to be? That- they said it was going to be a direct tie-in to the... Uh, the Avengers movies, you would see right. events that happen in the movies reflected into the TV show. Uh, so when you say that, and I'm like, oh, okay, so it's going to be the Mike, same. Is that what they said, really? You Th- that is what they said. Remember when they had the episodes leading up to Civil War, and it was going to show the, the, the cross-pollination of what was going on, and then they said, we're going to have this character. Wasn't the girl from Thor in one of the episodes? Uh, yep, Sif. She was in there. You had Sam Jackson in there. And then what happened, I I, again, I stopped watching because I don't know what how that ha- you know what happened after that? Did they keep it going? Was the quality well, there? Was the, st- the special effects well, wasn't the same? Uh, this shit is well, dragging not- on. It's, yeah. There's other TV shows that are better. This shit is corny. Uh, Winter Soldier, but when when Winter Soldier came out, it was established that Shield was disbanded. Right. So that's 
that I was reflected on the show. The, the the guys became more of their own, you know, black ops unit. Yeah, and then they do like in, he, he and then they went to the Inhumans. Anymore. They went to the Inhumans route, right? Didn't they do that on the show? Yeah. Yep. And what's then the they thing? had the Inhumans show. Right, but what's and that, that and, and and that's tied into the Marvel universe. And then the movies said, uh, "No, it's not. We're not fucking with that." And the audience said, oh, "The TV show sucks." That's right. <laughs> uh, the MCU said that in their world, uh, Agent Coulson is still dead because they didn't know he was. No, the people who create the the, the producers, the creative team, they said in their world, Agent Coulson is dead, but. Agents of Shield exists in the MCU world, so it's like, how are how are the people putting together the the MCU films going to that is said that they're tied to the MCU TV show? Going to say Agent Coulson is dead in their view? I don't. Okay, when they say that the Coulson is dead in the MCU universe, that just means to me that means those characters aren't aware that Coulson is alive. So in in as far as they know, the Avengers. And so forth. Colson is dead, but we, what really is happening is Shields got Colson over here doing his shit without anyone else knowing. It's time. Question you know, for okay. Qu- question for you, Q, because I don't watch the show. Is, is the show mm-hmm. still? Is it coming back or is it still currently on? I, I don't know. This. I I've heard different things. Uh, uh, has I, the show? So I assume the next season would be direct influences of Infinity War aftermath. I have no idea. I don't know uh, what they're planning. Uh, well, that's all I can say. You know, the show has my girlfriend ming on it, and I still don't watch it. There it is. <clears throat> and, yeah, again, I just think, and I'm not blaming just all on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Most of the other Marvel shows are failures, right? They, they got canceled, uh, Inhumans, bombed. Yeah. I didn't even watch that. Well, Inhumans uh, is the only failure, I'd say. Well, well no, Fist. because there, there's one you probably don't even remember. Uh, Agent Smith or something? Agent, oh. Agent uh, yeah. Carter. Agent Carter. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You don't even, it don't even come to your mind that Oh. Some bullshit, right? That was a failure to stop. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm know. saying. So yeah, most of these shows, the most of these shows are failures. <laughs> this uh, facts. Uh, most of these uh, shows Iron Fist was a failure. Do you not agree? They canceled. I said Iron Fist and um, and uh, Agent Carter. Yeah, failures. In humans, that's the third one. Failure, correct? They they even had that in the theater. But that's right? that's three out of how many? How many? Well, well shows? No, no, listen. I'm just saying they had that in the theaters. Did they not? <laughs> Which one? Which one do you think they had? You, you didn't. So you didn't even hear about it. That is even more of a failure. Uh, do you guys remember you which? You guys remember which? They're humans. Yeah, they're they had the humans in the yeah. theaters. It was a failure. Uh, and then Luke Cage. Listen, when you get canceled, it's a failure. Just keep it one thousand. But you don't know why they canceled it. Well, I, I do. Is they said they dropped fifty percent of viewers to stop watching. Mike, can I finish? What I'm here. I've heard speculation <laughs> that they they might be canceling because. They want to move it over to their streaming service. I ain't never seen that. But nonetheless, is they canceled it. Uh, so that's, but if they're doing but, that, that's why they Right, but, but we ain't even heard that. All we just know is facts. For right now, it's been canceled. They may announce something. You could say that of all the shows. Well, they're going to move them over there. Okay, but they ain't even announced that, so we're just dealing with the facts. Facts has got canceled. That's four TV series. What other shows do they got? Agents of Shield, you don't even know if it's coming back on. Daredevil. Daredevil, right? Punisher. Punisher. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, which you said is some bullshit. I didn't actually. I said I didn't like the Jessica <laughs> oh, Jones oh, character. That's okay. what I said. Right. There you go. But so that. Means and then I said on see. Then I said on season two, 
if you follow back to what I, if you recall what I've said in the past, right. I said that in season two, I almost like that better than season one because Jessica Jones' character for once stood out for me. Right. What about the I Defenders? Did you like that? I didn't like it. No. Okay. So we'll count that as another whack one. But just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it's a failure. <laughs> I didn't like it either. Anybody else like this? Well, the, the, well, the numbers say it was a failure. There we go. We just deal, we'll deal with the numbers then. Uh, so most of their shows are whack, man. Yeah, I thought Defenders was trash as fuck. Most of their shit is whack. It, it, they do, it does not. Most of them don't live up to the promise of what we expect. Is that a fair assessment? I'd say how many shows are there? There's Luke Cage, uh, Iron Iron Fist, mm-hmm. Punisher, Jessica Jones, Daredevil. That's that's five of them, right? Agents of Shield, Inhumans, Shield, and Agent Carter, Agent Carter, and Inhumans. Oh, that got canceled too. Yeah, Agent Carter. So you got going in. So you got wait a minute. So you got uh, Daredevil. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just, Here, let me, we'll let you go over those. I'm, and I'll ask the other yeah. guys the question and we'll come back when you figure out the one. And Pooh, do you think that most of them didn't live up to the promise or not? Maybe you felt they did. I think only Luke Cage, uh, two of the three seasons of Daredevil have. And yeah, that's it. Not of what's that, seven shows? Damn. Big Sexy. I think Daredevil has. I think the jury is out on Punisher. And I think making a Jessica Jones show, in fact, making it multi-seasons was a mistake because there's not enough source material there. Luke Cage and Iron Fist, I didn't care about them in the books. So I don't care about them now. So yeah, yeah. Other than Daredevil and maybe Punisher. And and AJ Carter, why even waste time on that? I was just stupid. The only shows I think that didn't live up to the promise was Iron Fist... And um, uh, what was the other one? I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Iron Fist. All right. And that's all, these are the ones you've seen. You, you seem like you haven't probably even watched Iron oh, in, in Humans or Agent Carter. Well, no. In, I, I think In Humans was going to be trash just to start off. Yeah, that's the other one. So in that would be another one. I in thought that was going to be trash anyway. So that's only two. Well, again, you haven't seen Agent Carter, I would imagine. I did watch it. I watched oh, so uh, he- first. I watched the first five episodes. I thought it was a well-produced show. I just didn't like it. That doesn't mean it didn't live up to its I'm potential. Just, I'm just asking you. So you didn't think it? Okay, you did think it lived up to its potential. All right. Well, you sort of mean the out. You're the odd person out, as normal. What, what, why is that? <laughs> well, because why all of us say they didn't live up to it. But yeah, but that's that. We're three people here. That, well, no, that's you, all. That's all we're dealing with is us. I'm not talking about. I know what I'm saying. You that's can't what they call polling. I'm not basing. That doesn't tell me that the show didn't live up to its potential just because I didn't like it. Well, no, but I'm not dealing with anybody else's opinions. I'm just dealing with us. I'm asking us the question. I'm not saying that's what everyone else thought. I'm just saying that's is what we thought. How many times have you said to me, Mike, uh, Mm -hmm. Q, just because you haven't seen something or like something don't mean no one else has. Right, and that's why I'm not asking about anybody else. I'm asking about your own personal taste. That's why I asked the people on this show. Okay. (laughs) But the shows did get canceled, and they have a report that the Netflix shows are having declining viewers, so that's kind of accurate. It is what it is. Listen, I want them to do well. 
Uh, so I'm very curious to see what the Disney streaming service comes up with. Maybe they will be better. I think it's a great start that you actually have the actual actors in the show. Uh, I'm very curious to see what they do with Bucky and uh, what's my man Anthony's character? Falcon. I wouldn't have probably have picked them, but hey, if I know Kevin Feige and them is involved, I know the bar got to be high. Cause they ain't, you know, he ain't gonna put out. They not putting out. They ain't trying to risk their billions. Well, I, I, I'm th- I was saying what I'm thinking with uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon is, is, I don't think they believe those characters and those actors can lead a half a billion dollar grossing film, and at the same time they're cheap enough to put them on TV. Well, here's my question: if if you just if you're just making the argument that more of the TV shows than not have failed and not lived up to their promise. Why would you expect, why are you saying, well, you know, this, this is going to be top notch. I don't, it seems like a counter argument to me. No, because it's a different production team behind it. It's the same team that's behind the movies and they've, they bat them out the park. Do, do you agree? The movies are high, high quality. Yeah, but there's a lot. Why would you stutter with that? Okay. It's a lot different process with making a movie than making a TV show. Very true. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I would give them more onus going that way than I would some unknown TV guy what? doing a movie. Would you not? You give, you give them more what? I would give more onus that the guys doing the blockbuster movies could transition and bring that to TV. And again, this is not traditional TV. They can so they're bringing the bigger budget, which you would not get to see on TV. Again, we've never seen this before, so that's this is all new. We've never seen them make a just you know a conceited effort to make this TV. You know, I hate to even call it TV because it's not on TV. It's on streaming services, which is on your phone. It's not a TV, which is on your computer, which is not a when we think of TV. So they're bringing this content to an episodic storytelling, more I should say, and they're bringing the budget with them they're bringing the same actors with them i don't think we've ever seen anything like that again this is disney doing something totally different they're not just doing this with the marvel they're doing with the star wars thing too right they're bringing the budget of the star wars movies to long form tv style episodic storytelling but they're bringing the same equipment over and just telling a longer story so i'm very curious at least in terms of I, my assumption is at least of the quality of it, it would be like un, thing on other we've ever seen an episodic TV that the quality looks exactly the same. The actors are the same. The directors are the same. That's something new. They didn't do that with Agents of Shield, right? This is a it was a whole different production. It's a more TV network TV style production, and it shows. And I think that's the issue when you are basing it on this blockbuster movie presentation, it confuses the audience because our expectation is one thing, but now they're trying to change the game. They're saying, hey, these IPs should be the exact same in terms of production. So I'm curious. So I have high hopes for that, yes. I'm, I'm just going to predict that. I'm not going to say that they're not going to do anything that's good, but I'm going to predict that it's not going to be of this, what you're saying, that it's going to be of the same quality as the films okay that's a, that's i would a prediction anything on that i wouldn't but i can respect that i don't know i, I just i'm only just saying like the expectations is it's not because we, we again 
for everything I outlined, but I'm very curious. It's the same way I'm very curious for the Star Wars thing. Uh, I, I, it has to be on some other shit, because if it ain't, in my opinion, it's going to be a failure. Actually, you know what? And, and Big Sexy, hopefully he'll back me up on this. Because uh, I went through this with Star Trek. <clears throat> I went from watching uh, Captain Kirk in the movies from Star Trek. Well, I like Star Trek 1, but I'll, I'll put that aside. Star, oh. from, Star Trek, <laughs> from Star Trek 2 to Star Trek 6. All action. All, um, you know, for, for action for the 80s into the 90s. Let's put it that way. Into uh, uh, the Star Trek Next Generation cast in the movies. Action, you know, CGI, big effects. But then you go to the you go to the TV series. You didn't you didn't get that when you first saw uh, Next Generation or when you started to move into a Deep Space Nine. Uh, uh, just occasionally. Well, know, where did so it start from? though? it started from TV. Okay. So the expectation was shit. This this shit is is going to be better well, than TV because the TV only is was dealing with just with story. It wasn't all about special effects. But my point is, is that what you got on TV. For the most part, yeah, you had a best of both worlds, which was very cinematic. You had Voyager, Year of Hell. You had uh, Enterprise, the Zindi arc. But for the most part, you got a totally different tone and feel on the TV shows that you got from the movie. I'm not saying it didn't make it good or compelling, but using this argument, you would say, well, the TV show sucked. No, the TV shows were far, in my opinion, I'm not even heavy into it like you. I see the TV shows higher than I do the movies. To me, the movies yeah. sucked. What was it? The movies, Star Trek movies sucked? To me, I prefer the TV series. Okay. Yeah, Next Generation like to, to me is, to, for me, Next Generation, the TV series is a high watermark compared to those movies. That, that's just well, my opinion. I, I, I would tend to, well, I'm not going to necessarily say I agree. I think that the, the Next Generation and D, DS9 and Voyager, I thought they were superb. But I, what my point was is that the, the quality and tone of the TV shows were far different than the movies. That was no, no, I think no one's arguing that. I, and I feel that they're better than the movies. Maybe the movies may have some better effects and stuff, but they don't hold a candle to the TV series, in my opinion. Even the new movies, they look incredible you know, in terms of the production, but they're trash to me. I, I would watch the TV series over... I would watch the new... TV series over the movies, the new movies. But that's just me. I, well, I, again, I, I never had the expectation that Star Trek in the theaters was like better than the movies. Yeah, they may have a better budget and their ship effects look better, but the storytelling wasn't as good, the acting. And to me, Star Trek is about story. And uh, one hour-long episode of Next Generation to me always shits on the movies the best movie in my opinion i'm not heavy like you so be clear it was the one about the whales but that was on some bullshit but it was a fun movie to watch <laughs> wow but i'd rather watch the tv series than that i'd rather watch the original before i watch those movies stop it just man, come on, stop it to me just that, I, I love the original ones better the you said the original movie star trek the no the picture? original tv series oh and, I, and again, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm just as a non-hardcore person, to me, the TV series is way better than the movies. I don't watch the movies over. I will watch the TV series over. 
but I don't, know. I don't know if you agree or not. Maybe you can't well, agree. I, I, you probably can't agree because you want to win. You want to have a different side. But that's no, I'm, 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 my only point was that the quality of the movies are different from the TV show. No TV, doubt, so of course. So, so something totally different, and that's that was I'm saying. I think if you set yourself your sights on, oh, these new Feige produced streaming series are going to give me the same quality as the MCU films, I think you're going to be disappointed. I, I don't think so. I, I think, too, the difference is... Now, it'll be different if we're talking about Star Wars. Because, again, the, the expectation of Star Wars is different than Star Trek. Star Trek has never been a blockbuster franchise, just to be clear, right? That's, stop it if you think different. Stop it. Well, I guess so, it depends on how you can, what you consider blockbuster. Sure. It ain't in the same league. Uh, Money-wise or movie. I never said office. it was in the same league as Star right, That's what I'm saying. So I'm it's not, not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's seen different. It's, it's seen different, right? There's a reason why Star Wars sold for billions. Because there's money in that. And it's the reason why it's the top movies in, in blockbuster history. So it's different. And I have to put Marvel in that same category because as facts, they got the biggest movies in blockbuster history. So they're seen differently as the IP as opposed to a TV series that elevated itself to a movie franchise that went back to TV. Uh, they're, they're, they're different. You know, the way the business model was totally different. There's a reason why there's a CBS All Access Star Trek show and there's Star Wars shows on network TV or cable that are big-ass shows. But, but the, you know what I mean? There's books and Mark, all I'm this not, other stuff. I'm not stuff. arguing any of that. Right. So, I'm, well, good. I'm, you shouldn't be. These are I'm just regular things. It, it go back to my, let me finish my point. That's all. Right. So let me finish my point. If it's okay with you. Yeah. <laughs> Is it okay? <laughs> Here we talking. go. All right. All right. Thank all right. you, sir. Here we go. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. So to me, to compare the Star Trek movies <laughs> to these other movies, and my I wasn't opinion, doing that, but okay. Okay. Thank you. Can I still finish? So I wasn't compare, doing that, but. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. You got it. No, nah, keep putting words in my mouth. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm on my cue. Can I speak? <laughs> so to compare these two movies to me on the offset is you just really can't because I think the way that the perception of these to the audience is totally different. There is an expectation from an audience standpoint of Star Wars that even to me as a hardcore Star Wars fan, I feel that some of these TV series do a disservice to the quality. I don't watch what's the new. I don't even hardly know the name of the new one. Resistance. It's, you know, the new Star Wars TV animated thing. It's trash to me. I watched like 10 minutes. It's made for kids. Right. So I, I, I let that go because I understand the audience that they're going for. But I understand that the audience for Star Wars is so vast and generational that they can do that. And it can be a success for the kids. But at me as an old school hardcore Star Wars, it's unwatchable to me. I just eh, I don't want to see that. It's not what the movies are to me. I don't think you can do that with Star Trek. Star Trek pretty much has one audience and it ain't kids. And there's no like um, you know, multi uh, generational audience of Star Trek. It's just one thing. There is no kids-based Star Trek. There is no teenage-based Star Trek. There's just the one Star Trek. So it doesn't have to deal with the expectations that 
Marvel, again, is multi-generational in terms of uh -huh. its audience. And so is Star Wars. So it's a different thing to me. So I, I can't really compare the two. Star Trek is its own thing. It's own know. great thing. It's a gr hardcore audience. Trekkers and all that. that that's the, but it's not like they can't have, uh, and I, I think, I could have swore I saw something about this. It's going to be an animated comedy Star Trek. To me, that sounds risky as fuck because I don't know, unless it's toned to adults and just sticks with their audience. I hope they're not trying to pull a, you know, Marvel or Star Trek because I don't think they have an audience cross-generational audience that they can differentiate between the two. The same cats that's going to watch Star Trek All Access, it'd be the exact same cats that's going to watch the movie. It's the same audience. It's just one Star Trek audience. Star Wars got multiple audiences that they cater to. And now I may feel like some of those shows are bullshit. There are some kids love it. Some people feel the prequels love Jar Jar Binks. Cool. I, don't, I can't get with it. But I can understand it's bigger than that. So that's my point. Okay. Uh, I, I think some of your assumptions are false, but we don't have to go into that. Right. I, I think there is, if you go to the typical Star Trek convention, you will see all different types of age groups. Okay. But that's, well, I that's take your word for there. it. I take your word for it. Take your word for it. The, the, the marketplace of their product doesn't reflect that. I don't know what I, think, I don't know I, I, what goes on at the conventions. You're exactly right. I, I, I can't. Market, that's why I don't talk about that. I think the marketplace of their product is not a result that they can't target multiple demos. It's just because there's such an upheaval in uh, the Star Trek universe right now between CBS and Paramount and licensing. I think that's why you're not seeing product. I so think you think that if there was Star Trek toys in, at Target, kids would be all up on that? Say what now? What did you say? If you, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. I'm not going to say that. Well, let me just say it real quick. Did you want me I'm, to say it or not? I just want to explain oh, okay. why, I I'm he why you, I can't hear what you're saying if I'm talking and you start talking. So I'm just asking you okay. to repeat your question. Sure, no problem. I got you. I was saying, do you think that if they had Star Trek action figures, toys, at Target, do you think there's an audience of children who would go buy those or ask their parents not for them? Not right now, no, for the reasons I just stated, because I think the the IP Star Trek is in such upheaval right now that, no, the, they, they would not uh, rush to the stores to buy. Even the Star Trek producers aren't putting out product because of the upheaval. And I so I would say Star Trek is in a uh, it's on a seesaw right now. They're, that's why they're bringing this Picard show to uh, CBS All Access. They're trying to lock in an audience right now. But back in the eight uh, in the eighties mm -hmm. with the with Star Trek four, like Star Trek two to Star Trek well five was a was a bust. But yeah, I, I think they were. You could go to any you go to any um right now you can go to a, a comic book shop today mm -hmm. and see tons of toys that were around back in the eighties and nineties that were Star Trek based. Okay. Well we and that may be, that's probably true. I'm just dealing with today. And where they're at now, where their audience is well, today. To now, now I'm saying that their their audience is, is adults. Just to be clear, is that true? I don't know if that's true. No. How do kids? Wait, when you how say do that kids upheaval, watch CBS All Access? Say what? How, how are kids able to to watch this TV? Do you think this All Access TV series is targeted to children or younger than adults? I think I I'm Mike. I, I've said now today. 
No. Well, then you answer that. my question. Okay, thank you. But I think it's be, they're extenuating circumstances, which you seem to be glossing no, over. No, I'm not. I, I'm not giving. I'm not taking away the extenuating circumstances. I'm just asking you what it is. And you said no. no that does, that, I, of course, there are real reasons for everything. You're right. I, I'm not disagreeing with those reasons, but I'm not asking you the reasons. I'm just asking you: Is it either or not? Is it targeted toward kids? No. Now you could say, yeah, because there's a people. I understand that, but the end result is it's not targeted to kids. The, the, the final but product. You, is not targeted to kids. It's targeted to their core audience. Is that a fair assumption? I don't understand how you can take what what is going through, what Star Trek is going through now, mm-hmm. and comparing that with the whole breadth of Star Wars. It's not a, it's not an equal comparison. Isn't that what I said at the beginning? <laughs> I don't recall you saying that was my well, then I rest my case. You you I agree with everything you just said. There you go. All right. Uh, anyone else want to jump in on the this this topic? I I know the Mark, thing, you're a big Star Trek guy. The thing with um the premise of Bucky and Falcon doing a show, I think it's a good idea. I think if they have the same production values that they have in the film, it'll work. And also, I think the two characters or the actors play off each other well. I remember in one of the Captain America scenes, they were both in this. Raggedy VW, and Bucky's in the back. Move up your seat. No, <laughs> so I can see them building on that type of dynamics. I think it could be something fun. And, and, and real quick, just to jump in what you said, that's the other thing I think with Marvel. I think they'll have better this time. It was two competing productions going on. You had the TV yeah. side, and you had the movie side. The movie side was like, kick rocks. We're not acknowledging you. You don't fuck with you. And, and the TV side was all on their nuts. And what happened is you didn't see the cross-pollinization. So you only just saw the TV side trying to jockey and, and you know, can I, can I get, can we connect, 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 connect? And, t- and the movies was like, get these nuts. We're not even going <laughs> to mention you. We're not bringing in none of those characters in these other movies. So now all that's out the way, right? Now I bear, I'm pretty sure they can say, you know what? We're going to go deep as we normally do with our movies. So we can have this TV series, a six run or whatever it is. And all of that stuff that happens in that, we can throw little bits and pieces in the actual movies now. And we know that our audience is going to watch those and see the little hints and nods, even if it's even more than hits and nods in the actual movies, because it's the exact, we want to make sure that they're integrated as opposed to before which, again, as a viewer, consumer, I was assuming that there was going to be the crossing because that's what they sold it on. But I didn't realize it was two separate houses fighting and saying, nah, fuck that. We don't want nothing to do with them. So now they don't have that anymore. So I'm excited of that. So I think we're going to see more of the, yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's really bring them in. And, you know, it's funny, too, going back to Agents of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., again, it's another slap in the face because who was in the trailer for... Captain Marvel, Agent Coulson. And I think they're like, when we want to do it, we'll do it. But other than that, you can have four or five seasons of that. We ain't going to even we don't act like we don't know who you are. And I think they're like now, yeah, come on over, Agent Coulson. We're going to put you in this movie and tie it into what we're doing. And now we're ready to get down, which that was the problem. They, wasn't, they weren't working together. This is going to be working together so we as a consumer can get tighter stories and we will see the 
ramifications of situations that happen, which we just didn't get to see before on a large scale. So that's another reason why I'm happy about this. Or right, anything else on this? Or we are we are we done yet? Or we finished? Or we just starting started? You know, I'm just ready to see all this new content come out again because I think that you know Anthony Mackie and I don't know the guy who plays Bucky. I don't know his name, but I think they had a good chemistry on screen, and think you know they can follow up on that. All right, and then we still got the Loki, and was it Scarlet? Oh yeah, Scarlet Witch shows. Coming. Yep. So they ain't playing around. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump over on something totally different. For I say a hot second. Just to be clear, only got 30 minutes left. Uh, so we are in voting season now, right? Dum, 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 next, Tuesday. Next week is when it goes down. I know Q, he's going to be out there ready, ready for whatever. <laughs> is that a fair assessment? <laughs> <laughs> ready for whatever. Uh, ain't nobody stopping nobody from voting. Uh, and I actually, I, I did the early vote. I did the voting in the mail. But I wanted, I wanted to ask you guys' opinion. Um, I saw that Oprah was, I think Q brought this up the other day. But Oprah was out there. Uh, what's the, the lady that she's uh, out there campaigning for? Uh, the woman Stacey in, Abrams. Yeah, Stacey Georgia. Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Is she from Chicago? Or Georgia? I thought it was Georgia. Maybe, maybe it is. Well, I, see, I don't think she's from Georgia, but she is from. I can't remember where she's from. I don't think she's born native of Georgia. No, but she's, she's running, running, running in Georgia. Yeah. Okay. I think she's a resident of Georgia now. But I mean, she's running for office in Georgia. Is that? Correct? She's running for governor. Governor. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, I saw in the news, different places on uh, on YouTube. I saw Oprah came out. I, did they actually have a video? Of Oprah was going to somebody's house, like door to door. Yes. What? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's not gonna drop a witness. Witness. Damn. Oprah's out there stumping. Yeah. Damn. That's very interesting to me. Um, I'm curious to what you. I don't know if you guys even saw any of that or have any opinion. I'm gonna start with Q's. I mean, he may have an opinion. But how how do you um, uh, what do you think about that? Uh, and did you watch the? Is it a press conference Oprah had? <clears throat> well, I was just a uh, a political rally, and she spoke. Okay. What did yeah. you think about that? About the rally? Yeah, and about Oprah, actually. I mean, obviously, Oprah's a very popular, influential person. To me, <clears throat> the speech that, and I saw it live on CNN, uh, you know, what, about a year ago, people were saying Oprah should run. Or, no, it was when she gave the speech oh, yeah. at the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. some awards show where she brought up Me Too. And people were saying, that sounded like a presidential speech. She must be running. She should run. <laughs> and I thought, fuck out of here. She's Oprah Winfrey. I respect her for what she's done, but she's not presidential material. When I saw the speech, what was this, two or three days ago? I was like, I, I would vote for her for president. And why uh, would you? I, what what changed for you? I'm not going to lie. First of all, I just appreciated the fact, I don't care if anyone has a problem with it, you can come see me. I appreciated the fact this was a black woman that the, one of the most iconic black women in the country mm-hmm. dropping everything she had to do, dropping everything on her calendar to go down. And um, she was so motivated to go down and stump for this other black woman who might make history and become the first black female governor of a state in this country. That's one. Two, 
the message she gave was just fucking inspirational. Uh, she she gave a message of inclusivity. Uh, she she was challenging people to go out to vote. She said something like, she called some people out. She was like, you know, your our ancestors fought for the. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, you know, fought for the right to vote. She she told an inspirational speech about a black guy in the 30s or 40s, I guess, who was told to walk. He had to walk like six miles to. Uh, each way to different polling places because mm-hmm. white folks was telling him, oh, you're in the wrong place, obviously to suppress his vote. And he died without uh, getting to vote. And she said, if you do not exercise your right to vote, you are dishonoring your ancestors or something like that, she said. I can't remember. Interesting. So I, I, to me, it was, it was the speech that Barack Obama gave at the 2004 uh, Democratic National Convention that where people first started talking about he should run for president. This speech that she gave three days ago, I, I could see voting for Oprah Winfrey as president. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. There you go. Uh, did anybody else see that? No. I, I did not. Okay. Now the thing I would say, I mean, God bless his heart. It wasn't a good look was watching, uh, who's the, I can never remember his name. The Atlanta, uh, the guy who marched with King in Atlanta, uh, lives in Atlanta. Ah, what's his uh, older Jones? gentleman? Yeah, John Lewis. John yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Him, him dancing with, uh, with some of the ladies at, at the at the rally. Ah, not a good look. But God bless him. <laughs> he went out there doing a rollie, wasn't he? A rollie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the rollie is, but uh, he wasn't doing the. Oh, uh, Roller Martin. Yeah, he nah. wasn't doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> He wasn't that, dancing. He wasn't dancing for white folks, no. <laughs> and shout out to Roland Mark because I do. I, I have subscribed to his YouTube channel of late, and he's he's, he's definitely come with a lot of stuff. Um, but going back to the Oprah thing and, and getting on the vote, let me be clear. Uh, again, I voted, so I'm not against voting. Uh, I, I, I as I said back in a couple years ago when it was a Trump Clinton thing, I wasn't choosing either one of them, uh, but I still voted. I, I just find it, I don't know, I, I think we have to be careful. Let me be careful what I say so people can get triggered. And things. <laughs> we have to be careful of our influence sometimes uh, because just the same way, like, somebody can just say something. Like you just said, Oprah, first you wasn't would think Oprah could be president, and then, like, uh-huh. you saw her just speak, right. uh, you know, in that speech, and you'd be ready to vote for her to be, like, in charge of the country. Um, and I think that's kind of, in some ways, I think some people who would view Trump, right, like they don't know much about him or just knew him as this dude on TV, and then they hear him say a few outlandish things. And I'm not saying Oprah said anything outlandish, but I know Trump does say outlandish stuff. And it may sort of resonate with them on some surface level, possibly, and they're just ready to just throw, ah, you know, he's so influential. He's on TV, you know, this and that, and they're both rich. And they're ready to sort of give them the reins uh, based off of their celebrity status. And they said a few things. I don't know. If, again, I don't know if Oprah was saying policy type stuff or this, and that, and the third. I don't know that. But um, we live in a time <coughs> when celebrities or people of extreme uh, influence are taken serious. Like, 
you know, yeah, I'm following what they said. And I mean, that happens all the time. That's the, you know, as I always like to say, that's the art of running game. You know, like they know they are influential people. That's why they're speaking. Like they, they didn't get the grassroots person up there. And I, and I would say like Obama was more of the grassroots. He really just came up because he spoke at certain times, but we didn't know too much about him. We didn't have sort of like, oh, I know who that person is, you know. But we all know who Trump was, right? And for some people, he's very influential. And he may, and if he says what he thinks people want to hear, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. And I would say the same thing with Oprah. Like, and I'm not saying she's saying anything bad. Like, it is good to get people to go out there and vote. But I just think we always, it's particularly in America, we just got to be careful. Like, when we, we're elevating these people that are good at certain things. Now, again, well, if, unless they have concrete situations, they say, and, and it makes sense, yeah, they, they definitely need to be up there. But it's like the way when people are talking about The Rock, right? Remember a, a while ago, oh, The Rock should be running for president. Uh, I mean, I love The Rock, too. I'll go see his movies, even though they might be trash. But I don't know if I'm really just... I mean, unless, again, what was his policy or what was he saying that? Yeah, but the difference between the two is that, I mean, unless I missed it, first of all, let me just say one thing first. My saying that I would vote for Oprah, that's just based on the speech. Now, when you get into a political campaign, if she started saying stupid shit, then I would reconsider. Like when when Obama ran, Mm -hmm. Obama wasn't my first choice. It was uh, my first choice was John Edwards. Okay. And then he started saying some stupid shit. And I was like, eh, okay, let me reevaluate this. I mean, you learn more about the people sure. as they go. Uh, having said that, we've we've known Oprah for, what, 30 years now? 20 years? About as long uh, as we've known Trump. Huh? About as that? long as we've known Trump, if not shorter. That's correct. That's correct. And I know I would never have voted for Trump uh, ever based on what I saw back in the day. Right. <laughs> So what I'm saying is, is that it's not like we don't know at least the public persona of Oprah. And that's all we know about any of these characters. Exactly. So we know the public persona. So I don't have any shame in saying I could see voting for her, not just based on this one speech that I'm talking about, because that's the topic, but also because of her track record from back in when she was in Baltimore, working in sure. Baltimore. I, you know. I, I don't disagree. I mean, it's, it's the same argument they would use for Trump, right? Like, you, 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 now I would say I would have never thought he could have won. Right? What record? Because I would have, have never taken him serious. But I'm just saying, like, they're all public figures. Of course, all we know is what's in the public. When people started to learn about who Trump really was, I don't know if that brought more people on board with him. Right. And, I just know, don't know what. Go, go ahead. What is his What is his past record? What has his record been in the past that would make people say I would vote for him? Uh, unlike Oprah. Uh, well, I think they're both businessmen. I, I think they're both name. successful in business, uh, as is being presented to us. They're both highly influential. They're both popular on TV. Uh, in terms of Trump, I would have said he would never have been voted, not because I thought he was this asshole, crazy dude that I know now, but just on the fact that. He's just a celebrity. I didn't really see why he would be taken serious unless he came with some, again, policies and things. But I'm just saying, my thing is to say, we have to be careful that we even give these people 
art um, a chance that we would even be more open to even hear them only because they're celebrities. When, you, right. when the most the people that you don't really know nothing about who probably are actually putting in work, we probably wouldn't even give them a time of day because we have not been inundated with their presence through the media over the years and have wore our defenses down where most of these people, they are good at what they do, but they may not be good at actually being in control of your life. But again, because we have seen them and we're comfortable, we think we know who they are, we're more susceptible to listen to what they have to say. That's all I'm saying. Well, that, that's true. Whether good or bad. And again, I use Trump as an example because I would hopefully think that most of us of right mind would have never even considered that he would be presidential worthy or even try to run for president. And then even when he does, you actually get to hear the ridiculousness that we didn't even really know he was like that. And that somehow actually helps him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, we didn't know Trump was like, I, as I did, I didn't know he was crazy like that, like grabbing by pussies and all that. That's but even when we do hear about it, for some people, that was the thing that was the nail in the coffin in, in the positive direction. <laughs> you would have well, think, I would have thought he'd have been over. Right? Like, I was like, whoa, that guy's crazy. You know, nobody's going to vote for that. But because I think their defenses were down so much, they was, he's on their side. Hey, we got to ride for this, man. He's Trump. He's a businessman. He, you know, he knows how to change and, you know, he's playing his bullshit. But I think if he was not on TV, they would have never allowed him to come up like that. But they, but they just, because they're just going off of, oh, yeah, we know Trump. He's been around for a long time. And well, then, then he can speak to some of his racial madness, which sort of feeds into certain people's fears or whatever, and they ride with it. At the same point, Oprah speaks on positive stuff, right? But we, I'm, I'm, I'm open to listen to Oprah because I, from what I know about her in the media, like she does. Now I don't know how she really gets down, but I know how the way it's presented to me. But I think, we, I think we do know how both of these people really get down. I think we know how Oprah gets down because, unlike Trump, Oprah has has had a track record of doing. Hu humanitarian of uh, doing humanitarian things she opened up the school True. very much in africa she uh, has always been uh, uh, talking about empowerment for men, both men and women right but we don't know her how her personal situation well, we is what that, i'm saying but, right but that's those right are across, those are things we not, right we didn't know that about trump either we, right, we didn't know about all of that stuff, and we, we don't know her relationship to Stedman. We knew how Trump we don't talked know. about the Central Park Five. We right, but we didn't know we about how he gets down, gets down. We do know how to, he, he put out a, a whole, uh, even after he put out a whole, um, he bought a whole page saying that the Central Park Five. No, 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 I agree death. with you. I, I'm, not, I'm saying in terms of how he personally like deals with his people. We didn't, I didn't know about him having the, the other marriages. I didn't know about him having the stormy dashes. I didn't know about he was, you know, he's be talking about grabbing women, doing all this crazy shit. I didn't know if you want to believe I'm a Russell and some of the other stuff they talking about. I didn't know if he was talking about people like that. I didn't know, you know what I mean? I didn't know these things. I know nothing about her personal life with Oprah. I do know of the great things that are presented in the media, but I don't know her relationship with her family or how she dealt with those people. I don't know about Stedman. I don't know about any of those things. I just know about the positive stuff that is presented. And I assume well, that is how she is. Though? is, that why is I, I guess what I'm trying to understand is 
I assume you're bringing it up for a reason. I'm, and I'm. Well, I'm just saying, saying I don't know. That's all. Mike, let me just ask the question. Sure. Why is it a consideration that you don't know about their personal uh, attitudes when we don't know anything about anyone's personal attitudes for the most part? Why is that a consideration? Sure, it's now? a consideration because we're more open to give them a pass because of what has been presented to us before. I I don't I don't know if that's true, but okay. I'm just giving you my answer. It doesn't have to be true. All right. Okay. <laughs> is that okay? So, but yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not condemning over. That's why I said I had to be very careful with this. I don't want to trigger a situation. I'm just. It's not triggering. I'm just trying to explore why your thought sure. process and why. Okay. No, I don't know why that. we we don't know anyone's personal life, so we, we don't. Cannot, we can't judge. We can never judge anyone. Who that, we that, that's my point. So we we really can't. So we yes, we can go off of what's presented to us in the media, but I would say hold judgment because we don't know, right? And it's easier well, we'll for. Well, 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 actually, we we can sometimes know, but I'm saying is if you don't know, then you really didn't give judgment, right? Okay. If, if all you go by is just what's presented to you in a positive light in the media. Well, what else are you supposed to go by? What else? They, they, well, they only know no, yeah. What you would go by is when you when somebody actually starts giving up the information. The same thing with Trump was. Well, what do you go by? Well, let's go by your taxes, nigga. Well, see, he don't want to show that to you because if you did dig deeper, you would really see what was popping. But you're gonna give him a pass because he's been in the media. So even when he don't give you the truth, you're making a judgment to trust him anyway. And I'm saying you should pump your brakes. Well, I agree with you. I, I guess I'm saying, yes, and I think <clears throat> I think the rational voter, when he said, "I'm not going to show you my taxes," that was a red flag, and the rational voter was saying, "Eh, you must have something to hide, Playboy." Okay, I'm going yeah. another way. Exactly. Well, you know, so again, but we, we saw- know that America does not act on a rational thought like that because, again, all of these things should have said. He shouldn't be president. But because, my point is to say, because he was a celebrity, that shit is passed off. He's given a pass by certain people that he shouldn't have been given a pass. doesn't matter if you knew he's, he's been on TV and apprentice and all that kind of shit. That ain't the real person. And, and if there's questions, then you should pump his brakes. But I say that with all celebrities. I'm just using him as an example because you can see. What questions do you have about Oprah then? I'm just curious. Well, I'm not, again, I'm not the one saying she should be president. So I don't have any questions for her. I'm like, I just just, just said she's, I just said I love Oprah. I think she's great in what she's doing, but I'm not trusting my life there. And I mean, I don't know enough about it to, to, to do that. So I just, I I thought, I thought you were getting, making, getting to the point that we should not, I thought this is what I'm hearing that we should not go vote based on a rah-rah speech or what we're not what we don't because we don't know everything about the person so i'm just well i would agree with that yeah you don't want to i mean again to me that would be running game if somebody a a lot of dudes would talk to girls and tell them what they want to hear but the dude could be cheating on you but yeah he sounds good and it's symbolic (laughs) but the presentation and he works at he take care of his kids he he said all the right things girl i'm giving it up maybe you want to pump your brakes sis this brother might have another chick on the side. Da, 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 da. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it right. sounds good. And the yeah, yeah, I'm pumping my fist. Yeah, go open. You tell him, sis. But I'm not. But then if you said, uh, be ready to, I might be ready to vote for I'd be like, eh, maybe not. Now, don't get it wrong. She sounds good. 
And the presentation well, fine, is good, like but I need to know but, a little bit more before I'm ready to just go jump all in and you can have the king's keys to the table. That's all I'm saying. I understand. So I'm just asking you, this is an interesting conversation. Yes, sir. What is it? You, you, you've laid out some things about Trump that you say, ah, they should pump their brake. What is it about Oprah that you would say that? That's all I'm asking. Um, well, I don't, I don't know yet. Again, but I'm not, I wouldn't consider her to be president either. So I wouldn't even have those questions because, I, one, I wouldn't consider her to be a president. I'm asking why. Because she's a great business person, but I don't know what her policy, I don't know what she stands for uh, in terms of the bigger picture for the world. I don't. I have no idea. I've never read no books on her, so I don't she, know. I I don't watch enough of her TV shows to know like that. Maybe you do. I don't know enough has, about her, so I couldn't. She, I have no. She questions. has a record. Of the and she it's maybe not, does, but not, I don't know it. So that's why I, I can't sit here and tell you what it what I don't know because I don't know enough about her to even consider her for presidency. That's just me personally. Okay. You know, does that kind of make sense? Maybe not. I, I would say it's not that hard to find out where Oprah stands on certain things. I didn't say it was hard. I just said I don't know. So <laughs> I, I don't know how you don't know, but okay. Well, because I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I've never read up on her. How would I know if I, I'm not searching Oprah out. Okay. Now I know more about like, uh, I don't know. who. Well, who, you know, she's into education because as I said, she opened up a school in Africa. So, you know, she has a pro education stance. Where are we going with all this? I don't know. <laughs> I thought we were having a conversation that you were telling. Well, me. I agree with you. I have heard about the school. Now I don't know much about it, but I have heard about it, and what I do know, I commend and salute her for. No doubt about that. Now, I, well, I tell you what I do know about Oprah. I know she has the own network, and I watch Greenleaf, and that's on her show, and she acts on that show. Okay. So I know she's an actor okay. on the show. I, I like. By the way, I like that we could go on and on and on about other topics, but I never say, "Well, where are we going with this." I just listen. You talking to Ample? I'm talking to whoever it applies to. Uh, okay. <laughs> Look, Trump, <laughs> Trump lost me in 1985 <clears throat> when he tried to shoehorn this whole USFL thing down people's throats. And then he that's lost, where he lost you? That's where he lost me. Okay. You know, and he tried to shoehorn it down people's throats and says, I'm going to sue the NFL and they're going to make me a partner let me play with my New Jersey generals and blah blah blah. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. So hmm. from that from that point forward, I knew he was bullshit. Did did and, and this, I, I'm I'm doing this just to poke fun. So stop getting don't get I'm not talking to you, Q, I'm talking to the listeners. Don't get triggered. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's also emotional sometimes. Uh, so emotional. <laughs> didn't Oprah have Superhead uh. on her show? Mm, yeah. Did she? Yeah, but it's a talk show, so she probably had a lot of people on her show. Superhead. It's not a lot of people. What is a superhead? <laughs> a lot of different types of people on the show. Oh yeah, yeah you ain't you ain't lying. <laughs> did, did, did she put on Doctor Phil? Yes, she yeah, did. She did. Oh. She did. Okay. Ayanla. She put Mr. on. Ray. Uh, uh, what's the uh, Doctor? Uh, what's the guy? I did a shoot. Doctor Oz. Oz. Yeah, him. Okay. Mm-hmm. She did the book club, so we know she's into literacy. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, you really I, is I the book club I, about literacy or is it about book sales? And I'm not throwing shade. I'm just yeah. asking, I'm just asking right. an honest question. Well, book sales are a byproduct of it, but she she doesn't pick the books based on well, I want to push this book because I know that guy or this guy. She just picks a book that she likes, and the book sales go up. Interesting. I'm gonna take you. So my, my point is is that she has 
she has had such a ubiquitous present presence. I don't know how it's possible that one wouldn't know what she's about. Well, I don't follow her like that. That's why I wouldn't know. But I mean, I, that's why I'm asking you the question several times. Say it again. I said Mike said that several times, and I'm saying what I'm saying several times. Okay. <laughs> But not here nor there. Again, I salute Oprah. I like the, the story that I do know of Oprah is a person who's worked hard, been putting it down, and just keeps rising up and up. I salute all of that. So don't you know she's working it like a she's working it like a whatever. Like she's on a whole other level with it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I've given her her props. Now I'm not saying she should be president of the United States, but I'm giving her her props of, of anyone who should get props. Of course, Oprah gets it. You know, but uh, you know, again, my point is, and not, not not to focus so much on Oprah. My point is, this, again, I, that's why I use The Rock as another example, or, or Trump. It, it, yeah, a lot of these people are exceptional at whatever this thing that they do, but I don't know enough about. I don't know if we should be like elevating them to presidencies. That The Rock's been in movies now, unless he's done other things I don't know about. Has he persevered? through stuff and change his life yes and i commend that and that's some things we can follow i don't know if he knows enough about to be handling the troops and foreign affairs and i have no idea you know same thing with oprah i don't know maybe she does i have never read a bio on her so i don't know these things you know but i would question trump the same way i don't know if he <coughs> knew about a lot of this shit either but he you know fuck around and got in there and i guess he got a lot <laughs> Yeah, well, con, that's 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 the con, the long con. Yeah, well, the he, art he of running game, huh? The art of running game. Again, a lot of these media cats understand it. They know they are influential. They ain't just up there talking because they don't think no one's listening. They know if they say something, and you just said when she put a book out, they know it's gonna pop off. That's why. I see. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you know that. Right. Don't act like you don't think they did. So but she knows exactly her influence. That's all my point is. Don't be, so we can't be surprised if they know we are, they are influencing us. I think if she knows not, that. Oh, I know she knows that. She, she would not be who she is if she didn't know that. That's why I asked you, who is she putting on? But she knows when she like co-signs, sort of when these people co-sign people, they know they're going to hit. That's why they do it. But, now, but I don't know if she gets a cut. I assume when she put Dr. What's his name? Dr. Phil. I don't know if he's on her production company. I, I would imagine if she's a real business person, that's her bag right there. Definitely. <laughs> like she could Definitely. step away and say, I put all this shit on. I'm cheesing off of these cats. I ain't just putting them on because I'm like, don't care. I'm going to put you on the platform and go get your money. And I want nothing else to do with it. I'm just doing it for the love. It's all business. Trump the same way, all of them. And I'm just saying, they know they are influential. So when you have influential people get up there in front of a politician or somebody, they doing that because they know, let me use your influence to get me where I need to be. It's the same way, let me go get Beyonce and Jay-Z. I know they got a certain amount of influence. Let me go so I can get this bag or this power position. Let me go get uh, Pusha T. You know, uh, but Mike, 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 Mike. It wasn't Clinton. Clinton, she got Pusha T. Said, "Let me go get this the, the drug dealer bag influence." My, my question is, can I finish my? Saying? I know you don't want to hear about her doing that, but she went and got the you know the, 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 the Pusha. His name was Pusha T. Q. Yeah, talks about selling coke. 
Right. And you want to be the president of the United States, but she understood his influence. Otherwise, if you say she didn't, she said, well, I really listen to your music. That's why I'm getting you. <laughs> and we know that ain't true. So that, here's my that, that's, well, I'm not finished with mine, though. Can I, can I finish? Okay. I know you don't like to hear okay. this. But. Pre- go ahead, preach. Thank you. Let me preach. <laughs> Looking at my watch. Looking at my watch. That's okay. No, we are, actually, I got to quit here in a second. But yeah, she, they, they go to get these people because they know they got the influence. They don't listen to their music like that or they ain't such a fan of their work like that that I want you to speak in front of my shit. No, I want you to speak in front of my thing because I need to get where I need to get to and you can get me there. That's the only reason they up there. And so we have to be careful when you get those influential people up there and they get to doing what I'm doing right now and you know they want to say, well, you better get out there because if you didn't, then me, and you, yes, that's, that's right. When we get all hyped up, just remember, they're getting us hyped up. And so as much as when we, cl- when we clown the preacher, when he be at church and he getting there, that's my preacher. And we're like, well, I wish these sisters would sit down. Why are they getting so hype? Because you know what he's, he know what he's doing. It ain't the word. That's why. And you know, <laughs> you said, you know, <clears throat> I'm ready to put all my money in a collection plate. I'm ready to give my bow. So it's the same game. That's all I'm saying. Now go ahead. I guess what I'm saying is you're, you're saying something as though you've revealed something, which, but to me, it's pretty obvious. Well, to yes. you, it is, but to the, I, the ones that don't know up on game, well, it's, I, a, I, it's I, irrelevant. I, I, it's, I it's, I'm revealing finish. it to them. Go ahead. I, I am. Ahead. I am. So it's not, it's not. I'm not revealing it to you because you're smarter than me, right? I'm revealing it to I those. I'm revealing it to those that. who are not up on game. That's who I was talking to. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, sir. I think everyone knows that people. Uh, Use other people to a, as an end, as a means to an end. Okay. Now the question is: Is that end something that you value, something that you uphold, or is it that end have principles that you agree with? So, I don't care that they are that when Oprah picks a book, the 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 the, the market goes up on that book. I, I, if it's a good book and it's a book that shares my values, why should I care? Go make your money. It's fine. Uh, as a matter of fact, with Stacey Abrams, <clears throat> assuming she's telling the truth, and Oprah told the same story, Oprah called her. Now, Oprah is far more powerful than the Stacey Ab- Abrams woman, but Oprah called her and said, I like your message. I like your style. I want to come down and speak at your rally. And old girl said she had to pull over to the side of the road to catch her breath. She's like, of course you can come speak at my rally. Right. So yeah, of course she's using Oprah to boost her image, and why shouldn't she? I I would. But I, I, but when you it's the harder running game, like, when you when you raise these things, it makes it sound like you're saying that they're up to something. Well, yeah, I can't. She's I, up I, to get elected. Yeah, I mean, but that's nothing wrong. I'm, I'm just I'm just calling it what it is. Like again, I'm not dealing how you feel about it, but I'm, I, you think I'm lying. No, I'm just okay. Trying, well I, then, what's I, the again? I'm like you said to... earlier, uh, I already he said it. He said what he got to say, and I'm going to say mine over and over again. So the same way, yeah, I'm just saying the same thing I'm no, but I'm, saying. But go I, ahead. I, what I'm saying is that I'm not clear what your point is because I think what oh, okay. you said is pretty clear. Yes, people use other people to advance their agenda. So what is your point? Why are you revealing something that's already well, known? Because I, because I don't think it's all. everyone does, is not up on things like you. So I'm just speaking to the small amount who aren't as sharp, right? That, that's what I'm talking. About. <laughs> 
it may not make sense to you, but trust me, there are people out there. But I never really thought about it like that. I think you're underestimating people, Mike. I, I may be, and I, hey, I'm just speaking to the lowest common denominator, baby. All right. I am allowed yeah, to do that. Listen, okay. he's not talking about you. He, he didn't call you the lowest common denominator just now. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Again. <laughs> if the shoe fit. Wow. It's a little big game for everybody. Listen, I hate to do it this way, but I have to cut. I, uh, my, my mom's coming here in a second. I got to be able to greet her. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one that we haven't done this in a minute where we really is chopping it up, getting into it. I'm going to immediately put this out. Uh, work it like a job. Listen, we got our work it like a job T-shirts. We got our Prince podcast T-shirts. We got our Purple Matters. Purple Music Matters t-shirts and our Something Sexy t-shirts. I want to salute everyone who has bought one already. I've been getting the pictures of y'all wearing them and stuff. Thank you for that. But keep supporting it. Wear them with pride. You know what I'm saying? Get that Work It Like a Job shirt. Put that on and do your thing. Let people know. Uh, we also want to have you check out our website. We got a new website now, podcastjuice.net. Shout out to Kanisa. She did an excellent, excellent job with that. Uh, we got the Work It Like a Job podcast. It's coming soon. We got one in the can already. Some good stuff coming. We want to make sure you check out um, Aunt Pooh. What's the name of your show? Aunt Pooh. What's the name of your show? Raymond. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know what's you going on. Your, already con said it. your connect, yeah, but your connection was out. We couldn't hear what you said. Sorry, sorry. Q and A, sir. I, I think you said Q and A. So everyone, go check out Q and A. Q Storm, what show of yours should they go check out? Well, here's what you should check out now. If you live in uh, in the, on the East Coast, you should come on December eighth to the defensive concealed defensive carrying class that I'm putting on in Galena, Maryland. You can reach me at Lwag arms at gmail.com lwagarms at gmail.com check that out all right you know the dea the cia fbi gonna be in there undercover so come on with it come on <laughs> b-i-e black hey black guns matter there you go no but salute to you uh shout out to lwag and also uh also shout out to the red shirts podcast go my check man had that to out. think about it didn't <laughs> Well, you got so much stuff, you know, I have to make sure I say it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, shout All right, out. To... Props. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. And, and, Big and... Sexy. Big Sexy is supposed to be shining up too. He quiet over there though. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Big Sexy's following protocol. I didn't call on him yet. Now, Ooh, big... no, that's okay. not that's not that's not that's not, that's not a right, good thing. Right. You know. Because right. he understands how the game works. Now, Big Sexy, <laughs> what of your stuff they need to go check out? I ain't got nothing yet. <laughs> hey, Cappy 100. I thought you had something going on, Big Sexy. <laughs> on his I got some, Mac. I ain't got Oh, I got something cooking, but you know. What about Instagram? Here you what go. About it? You said you had Instagram going on, didn't you? I'm back on Instagram, but you know, it's not like anything that's going on on it. Well, shout it out, bro. Damn. Damn. Call okay. Him. Instagram. Yay. <laughs> How's that? Wow. Q's on his Oprah. You're disrespecting the asses if you don't shout out. But anyway, now, on that topic, uh, Michael Dean, you and I need to speak off off air. Okay, I was like, I'm in trouble. No, 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 no. <laughs> Michael Dean, we need to speak <laughs> off. Air. Yes, Dan. We go ask the principal's office. Yes. <laughs> Shit. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, we had a lot of fun. Definitely uh, stick around with us. We're going to keep doing our thing. And as always, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.